0: It's a new year, but it's the same old shit. We're talking Birdemic 2 on episode 84 of Have You Seen? Hello, one and all. Happy New Year. Welcome to the first Have You Seen of 2014. Somewhere in posh Essex, there is uh, Tom Birdemic Webb. Hello. Uh, and here in crappy Hertfordshire is Kieran, Jum- giant jumbo jellyfish Lafort.
1: Yep.
0: Um... That will become relevant later on. We are indeed covering Birdemic 2 uh, as massive fans of the first Birdemic. Mm -hmm. We thought we would treat you all to our views on Birdemic 2. But before that, a little break from tradition. uh, We have an email from Pete Hammond. That's not the break from the tradition. The break from tradition is I'm doing it first before we do the review. Pete watched Grabbers and sent an email entitled, I have a gun and a board with a nail in it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) He says, hello, lads. I promise not to mention whale wanking or anything else likely to trip Kieran up. Thanks, Pete. Uh, First up, a confession. I haven't had a chance to listen to episode 83 yet, so I don't know your opinions of Grabbers at this point. Well, I assume he has by now. It's been out a while.
1: Yeah.
0: I'd seen it pushed on Netflix numerous times, and to be honest, I was wary. Having been burned a number of times by budget horror comedies such as Area 51, I was giving it a wide berth. Mm. But having you guys pitch it, I thought, what the hell? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I haven't had this much fun with a film in ages. It starts off pretty standard, creepy, people vanishing, but then its secret weapons kick in. Excellent writing, an excellent script, if broad, if a bit of a broad-stroke cliched story, and an excellent cast of relative unknowns. I only recognise Richard Coyle and Russell Tovey. Use of feck abounds, as, of the, as does the curiously Irish insult of bollocks, used as a singular, you are a bollocks. Yeah. It's uh, actually a, spelled different as well. It's spelled bollocks, yeah. Yeah,
1: it's B-O-L-L-O-X.
0: Ah, there you go. Yeah. Bollocks. Uh, and a strong irish sensibility runs through the film the current mrs hammond (laughs) the current mrs hammond and i came to the conclusion that if you crossed tremors with sliver and filmed it as an episode of father ted you wouldn't be too far off
1: (laughs) that sounds like a really twisted uh jurassic park reference there
0: (laughs) as in the previous mrs hammond (laughs) was eaten by a t-rex no 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 because there's 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 uh well,
1: there is a there is the ca- a character John Hammond. John Hammond, but yeah. it, Ian Malcolm talks about uh his ex wives, doesn't he? And he, he says oh, I'm always looking for I'm always looking for the next ex Mrs. Malcolm. That's right. But I'm pretty sure at some point he says the current Mrs. Malcolm. No, he can't do because he's not. Yeah, sorry, anyway. that just made me think of that.
0: Okay, I watched uh, Jurassic Park on Blu-ray over over Christmas. So did I, and it's uh, it's lovely.
1: Yeah, I I that Blu-ray. Twenty well, years got, on, got the Blu-ray box set of the three of them, and yeah, it's
0: great. Yeah, I did the same thing. Twenty yeah. years on, that uh, that T-Rex still looks great. I know, I
1: know. I I was actually funny enough. I've been I've watched a few things that were made around the same time, and none of nothing stands up like no. Jurassic Park does.
0: No. Anyway, we've become derailed. We have. Anyway. There's not much more of the email to go. Don't worry. No like. Uh, The film also looks far more expensive than its £4 million budget. It does benefit from some gorgeous scenery, but even the monster looks good, especially when it's dark and rolling towards our heroes. All Mm. in all, excellent fun.
1: Cool. I'd agree with most of that.
0: That's from Pete. It's only a water pistol if you put water in it, Hammond. (laughs) So, we've avoided Birdemic 2 for far too long. Yeah. we better talk about it. Yes. Birdemic 2 is the sequel... To Burdemic, Shock and Terror. Sorry, Burdemic 2 The Resurrection yeah. is the sequel to Burdemic, Shock and Terror, which yeah. is legitimately one of the worst films ever made. Yes. Um, but we love it <laughs> because it is so terrible. Um, we've covered some really bad films on this show, haven't we? We
1: have, yeah.
0: I'm thinking of The Room, I yeah. think of Redline, Cool yeah. as Ice, uh-huh. what else?
1: Howard the Duck.
0: Howard the Duck. Yeah. Yeah, we keep, every now and again, we like to torture ourselves with something bad. Yeah. This is something bad. Oh, this is so bad. Shall we attempt to to um to cover the plot such as it is in any way? Um, you can give it a go. Okay. Certainly. Birdemic two is exactly the same plot, story, and even some scenes as Birdemic One. Yes. Um Everything happens exactly the same. It does. I I mean I I was just with some extra people.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is Right. Okay. So it's essentially the same film, mm. but it seems to fall down even more because the story's not as good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I can't quite work out how that happened. And if your story is not as good as the first Birdemic, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> I know. Well, actually, it's not quite true. There is
1: a there is a different slight plot point that makes it a bit different mm. in the first Birdemic. Eagles and vultures appeared in this pandemic in this pandemic they actually resurrected prehistoric eagles and uh, vultures we'll get that to come that come out of the La Brea Tar Pits apparently we will get to that uh, yeah so and, and it rains blood it does yeah that seems to be the only difference yes pretty much
0: so I can't even remember how the film starts, oh, it, uh, it, starts- it starts with a moon uh, a man surfing across the moon kind of in a in a A company logo, which is the best bit of CG in the whole movie. Yeah, absolutely. And it
1: well, and then it starts with
0: Saturday Night Fever.
1: Kind of, yeah. It's 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 a guy walking down the street with a really awkward swagger. Yes. To a piece of music that really doesn't fit.
0: A movie called Birdemic. Yeah. or a man or, walking down the street no, with an awkward swagger. it
1: doesn't, it just, no, It def- the music is complete. I think, in fact, my first note is the music, question mark, exclamation mark, because I just <laughs> didn't understand why they put it there.
0: It just is no. completely wrong. No, I was glad that with the slight increase in budget that the camera work still absolutely sucked. Oh, it's terrible. Uh, but
1: in that opening scene, mm. you know, you've got long shots, tracking shots, kind of panning shots, and it, all of them are juddery wonky out of focus kind of Mm -hmm. wandering off and all this kind of stuff i'm assuming it was shot on a dslr
0: it looks that way
1: um there's one thing that gave it away and i'll
0: come there are several things that gave it away
1: there's there was one thing in particular later on um i have to say one of my favorite moments in the film is in that opening walking sequence Mm. and it's not even anything that anybody to do with the film actually did Mm. it's just a sign that he right. walks underneath and it says show girls thousands of beautiful girls and three ugly ones <laughs> I didn't even see that I, I was just caught my eye to go back and look at it
0: because like, does it really say that I'll say from the outset yeah. this movie is 79 minutes long and it mm. took me 2 hours and 45 minutes to get through it because I kept pausing about every 15 <laughs> seconds to write notes about what the hell was going on <laughs> Um, and See, bear in mind when you listen to our review, we are leaving out hundreds of utterly awful things. Oh, I wrote more notes than ever before. Um, yeah, I, even I, after I, ignoring like all the continuity errors. Oh
1: yeah, I did, I tried not to. I I tried not to go deliberately not to go into that that much detail because I knew I'd just be writing forever. Oh, so I've just tried to keep right. it broad on my notes. So we'll, we'll 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 switch between broad and detailed,
0: I think. Okay. So the man's walking. Yeah. The sound mixer will not lay off the siren sound effect.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> which is clearly like a clearly a looped sound effect.
0: That they haven't bothered the
1: they've they've left a gap between yeah. like they play it each time. Mm. Yeah. Which so it doesn't sound like a siren.
0: Um they badly digitally blurred out ads and movie posters all over the yes. shop. But and, not the massive David Beckham bus ad. <laughs>
1: that might have been a bit too complex but it's not just
0: it's not just ads that they've blurred out oh no 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 it's real estate agents um phone numbers but not their websites
1: no and faces oh oh, yeah yeah.
0: later yes later on yeah there's scenes shot out in the public and they've blurred the faces of everybody who's not a named actor
1: yeah which is why have you done that no like i mean you don't have to
0: do that no
1: if you're filming in a public place you can just
0: you know as yeah. long as
1: you've got a permit to be there, you don't have to blur. You don't have to get anyone the thing else's they permission. don't
0: blur out, yeah, is later on. There's a guy with loads of Hitchcock posters in his. Oh yes, yeah. Office, yeah. and I'm pretty sure they didn't pay to license all of those. No. Um. So the man's walking, mm. and eventually <laughs> there's a note. Here, that says this motherfucker has been walking for five solid minutes now. I know,
1: it goes on forever, doesn't it? Yeah. And in a 75, uh, 79 minute movie, I mean, come on.
0: You don't need five minutes of walking. No. No, there's probably 20 minutes of actual footage in this film. Yeah. Um, he arrives at a rubbish cafe where he meets a very wooden blonde woman. <laughs> yes. Who's who's a, One of many. Who's a. Ah. Oh, James Nguyen, the director, has a type, doesn't he? Mm hmm. That's blonde one of my women, notes later Short on, yeah. blonde women with big tits. Mm hmm. They're his favourite thing. Um, she's, a, she's a waitress. She's also an actress. Yeah. And when our man finds this out, he says, you're an actress? How come I've never heard of you? Well, that might be because there are thousands of actresses you've <laughs> never heard of.
1: Pretty much every waiter and waitress in LA is an actor or actress, aren't
0: they? Pretty much. He immediately decides that um, she would be great in his movie. Yeah. That he's making. Although I can't remember the name of. Oh, God. It's... So- it-
1: it's got the words Boulevard and Sunset in them, but it's not Sunset Boulevard. No, it's not
0: Sunset Boulevard. It's... Um, oh, it's called Sunset Dreams.
1: Sunset Dreams, that's it, yeah.
0: Mm. Um. Then the two leads from the first movie show up. Yes. Um, Rod, whose name alternates between Rod, uh, Ron and Rob in my notes, <laughs> um, and Natalie, who has cut her hair for some reason. Yeah. Um. And they all sit down at a very wobbly table... <laughs> And Natalie suddenly gains a glass of beer from somewhere because he specifically orders, the guy specifically orders a pitcher of beer and a pitcher of Budweiser, which is something else I probably don't have the right to say, Yeah, uh, uh, and two glasses. Yeah. And then she arrives with Rod and a glass of beer magically appears in front of her. Um, they... Oh, what do they do?
1: Oh, there is a... I don't know if it's supposed to be a running joke. Or if it's just a running, uh, sort of bizarre level of incompetence.
0: Oh, I think I know what it is. And do you know what? What? I think you should audition for the lead role of Kim. <laughs> no. Was it not that? No. Because that gets said about eight times.
1: <laughs> it wasn't that. It was the fact that every time people go to high five, they miss. They do miss, yes. Every single time. Was it I every just, time? Yeah. Every time they high five, they
0: miss. <laughs> I noticed one in particular. There's a big leaping one later on yeah. where they miss by at least six inches <laughs> yeah. and put a massive sound effect yeah. Sound effect over the well, top.
1: Well, in the first one, I think it's it's Rod and the new guy whose name... I didn't even bother writing. Oh, his, his name's, name's Bill. Bill, right, okay. Yeah, they, they go to high five and they completely mm. just muck it up totally.
0: Um, I should mention there are two characters called Bill and one called Will in this film.
1: Right, helpful.
0: <laughs> yes, very. Um, Rod comes out with the classic line, I don't know much about the movie business, but I can read. Yes. When he's been given the script.
1: Yes, and that's the thing is, like in the first movie, Rod was like supposed to be the director. Like, like you know, he was a, he was a software guy. Yeah, and he was living. He out sold his, his
0: company to a for precisely one million dollars. Yeah,
1: and he was going out with, the, with with Natalie, the lingerie model, stroke actress.
0: No, Natalie, the lingerie model who did most of her modelling shoots in the one hour photo.
1: That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and in this film this one he's decided well he needs two characters to represent himself uh, yes. so he's got the software developer that he was in the first movie and then the du- the film director in the second one
0: yes he apparently and he's in this uh, uh, James Quinn is in this film oh is he yes who is he uh, he's in the credits right as um, auteur walking out of a Vietnamese restaurant <laughs> But that's not my favourite credit. Right. My favourite credit was sexy and dashing Sunset Dreams producer.
1: <laughs> Brilliant.
0: Which was a cameo by the producer of this film. Amazing. So anyway, what happens? Rod agrees to finance this movie.
1: Yeah. Oh, then he drops the revelation he's got an adopted son. Yes. Who appears and
0: disappears. at Who you know, I think was divorce. the kid from the first movie. There was a kid in the first movie. There were kids in the first movie. Yeah, I don't remember that. They rescued... the. Oh um, yeah. Rod, Natalie, and the trigger happy guy who doesn't seem to care when his girlfriend gets killed. Yes. Um. They yeah they save a couple of children from a burning minivan or whatever. That's
1: right. Yeah, I forgot all yeah. about that. Yeah.
0: I've lost track of what happens. Well, not a whole lot, to be honest. But well, no. Um. Every every.
1: Uh, every piece of dialogue and seemingly every kind of sound was recorded in either a bathroom or an underground garage or a or tunnel. Or a wind tunnel. <laughs> it, because, I mean, it's all, you know. one of the things you always hear about student films is the thing that always lets them down is the sound. Mm. Because, you know, people who want to make films generally tend to focus on what they look like uh, or what the story is mm. rather than some of the technicalities of it.
0: Mm.
1: And the... The sound in this is just i mean it's I can't even begin to describe how bad it is.
0: <laughs> there are scenes in this film with five characters, yeah shot say let's say out by the out by the beach, so there's all kinds of noise going on, mm-hmm. and they will a d r one of these people, yeah. Yeah. Everybody else is... And then someone yeah. comes in clearly with a perfect line.
1: Yeah, it's really weird. But
0: that sounds like it's been recorded in the bath.
1: Yeah, well, I think it's I think because it was shot on a DSLR with, with a shoe-mounted directional microphone. Mm. So the microphone is just wherever the camera is. So the further people are away, the less you can hear them, and the closer mm. they are, the more you can hear them. Mm. And then, like you say, some of them they've ADR'd, but the ADR's been done in a really echoey room. Mm. And it, oh, it's just... Yeah, mind-blowingly awful.
0: Um, In uh, you talked about the the accidental running joke. Mm, Yes, there's another one. Mm. Bill refers to every woman at all times in this film as talented and beautiful.
1: Right, (laughs) I noticed that.
0: Um, They love their dolly. Oh God! Oh, Oh, are you thinking about? I'm thinking about the restaurant scene.
1: Oh, I see. I wasn't. I was thinking about the boardroom right where where the camera just moves in and moves back out again yeah and in and back out again and he just keeps going backwards and forwards for no Mm. reason whatsoever
0: well there's a um bill is casting his movie yeah and he finally gets the wooden blonde woman who's called gloria yeah uh uh well how he gets to agree to audition is really weird
1: Oh, he bumps into her, Bumps into her on the street,
0: doesn't he, when yeah, she's about she's... to go on a bus to go home. Yeah, and he his pitch basically goes, if you don't get the lead in the movie that he, as a director, has a major say in casting, Yeah, he'll give her a grand to fuck off out of town. Yeah. that's pretty. That makes no sense. No, it
1: doesn't. Is that, and this is when they're standing on the Tippi Hedren yes. star, isn't it, on the Hollywood Walk of Fame?
0: Yes. Well, Tippi Hedren was in one of James Nguyen's earlier movies yeah um and then she cameos in birdemic and Mm. gets like third billing in birdemic yeah but her cameo is her scene from that previous movie playing on a tv in the corner of one frame yeah
1: i know it's ridiculous i think it's his hitchcock hitchcock obsession coming through
0: um, what's not, uh, his Hitchcock obsession is his attention to detail or lack thereof. Oh yeah. I, I like the scene where someone's phone or computer email, uh, noise goes off in the middle of the tape <laughs> and they just let it slide. <laughs> <fly. Yeah. laughs> um, I nearly lost my mind when we got to the driving scene oh. because Bill has convinced Gloria to be in his movie Yeah. And she's decided, oh, maybe I should go on a date with him. It might be quite nice. Yeah. So he drives her around in his BMW. (laughs) Yeah. Which alternates between being footage of a BMW shot on the streets of LA. Yeah. To the worst green screen projection you've seen in a long time. Oh, it's terrible. Where you can see the screen and some equipment in the bonnet of the car. Yeah. They blur out the number plate. Yeah. There's an appalling 80s rock song. Yeah. They blur out the faces of the general public. Mm Mm-hmm. And one of the door handles on the car looks like it's broken. <laughs> you haven't mentioned the best bit, though. Mm.
1: In one of the scenes where they're there's green screened, so they're sitting there in their car, and behind them on the screen is them in their car because they've used one of the really? exterior shots as a plate. Yeah, <laughs> so they're being followed by themselves.
0: <laughs> I didn't even
1: notice. Yeah, I think it might be, it's either the first time it cuts to the green screen or the second time it cuts to the green screen. Uh, the car, you see a car pull out behind them and it's mm. a silver BMW convertible, Z like Z3 <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it's them in the car. Brilliant. Because they obviously tried to film some actual stuff car to car mm. and then realised they either didn't have enough or they needed to do it again but yeah, they used that shot as one of the plates in the background.
0: Um, So on their date, Mm -hmm. they bump into Natalie and Rod, just randomly on the beach. Oh, yeah. They have a conversation you can't hear because of the wind and sea noise. (laughs) Yes. Um, And then came another bit that nearly blew my mind. I think there's there's some green screen swimming. Kind of. I think this
1: might be one of my favourite scenes in a film ever.
0: And then a a very, very bad CG jellyfish kind of nudges (laughs) at some waggling legs.
1: It doesn't even nudge. It just kind of, well, well, it just kind of moves in front, front of. of yeah. How about that yeah, Um
0: It looks like you something you were creating your first test of using 3D Max at college. Yeah. Um, Not well. Yeah.
1: I I, mean, I think we did better.
0: Yes. At least I made a teapot explode. <laughs> um, I can remember making just, a room
1: with yeah, some furniture in. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I remember uh, that that as well. Um, I just. I couldn't believe what was going on that this was actually in a movie. I know. I d- when
1: it when it cut to that because it like they're talking on the beach and then for no reason it cuts to what is supposed to be an underwater shot and there's someone's legs.
0: I think this is his bad homage to Jaws. Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah, because it's it looks like the poster, doesn't it? Mm. Um, and but I mean, it's like you're looking at these legs. And you're like, well, who the hell's that? Is that yeah. Natalie? Is that Gloria? No, it can't be, because they were just on the beach talking. Mm. So who's this, and why are they there, and why are they flapping their legs about in midair? Mm. Oh, hang on, is it supposed to be underwater? And what the hell is that thing? <laughs> oh, it's a jellyfish.
0: Well, Natalie runs off for no reason, Yeah. and this woman who's had her legs wafted out by the jellyfish runs up onto the beach and yeah. collapses, which leads to what was my favourite scene in the whole film. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, And I think should see the return of the Have You Seen Players. (laughs) Last scene when we talked about The Room. Right. uh, And we masterfully reenacted some tremendous scenes between Tommy Wiseau and A Flower seller, Yeah. um, And some other rubbish from that film. Yeah. So, if you open the file I've sent you called Giant Jumbo Jellyfish. Yeah. We can divvy up some roles. Okay. Basically, someone's got to play... Uh, the woman I've called Busty Bikini Blonde, who's okay. the woman who got stung by the jellyfish and the telephone operator. Okay. The telephone operator, who in this scene, by the way, is just somebody off, ca- blatantly of standing off camera, shouting the lines in the most bored manner possible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the other person's got to play everybody else. Okay. So what do you want to be?
1: Well, I think as soon as you're making me do this, you should be the Busty Bikini Blonde.
0: Lovely. Let me get into character. <laughs> oh, there we go. You don't want to know what I just did? No, I really don't okay, I'm going to deliver this with all the fire and passion that she gives it, okay, okay, so she runs out of the sea. picture the scene. We're on a beach there's our three friends are walking along, and then out the scene comes a well a busty blonde in a bikini yeah. Yeah. who collapses on the sand
1: oh we should we should just mention that throughout this scene she alternates between having no visible markings on her body to being mm. streaked with either blood. Or and then red marks and then nothing again, and it just kind of chops and changes around.
0: This implies they did more than one take.
1: It does, which is surprising,
0: baffling to me. Yeah, and this was the best they got. <laughs> so, <laughs> somebody help me! Ow! Are you okay? I think so. What stung you? Something stung me. What stung you? A jellyfish. A jellyfish. Yes, a giant jumbo jellyfish. Hurry, someone call an
1: ambulance. Call the 911. Don't worry, miss, we're going to get help.
0: And then you need another line there. Oh, shit, sorry, yeah. Yeah.
1: Please, we need an ambulance now. A woman has been stung on the beach.
0: No, 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 no. You're giving it too much, you see. I wrote this down <laughs> verbatim, which means there are places where the uh, indefinite article disappears and the defi- definite article appears for no reason, right, such okay. as call the 911. Yeah. And it's not, we need an ambulance. Oh, she says, we need ambulance into the phone, we need ambulance now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
0: And uh, also, you're giving this way too much. I
1: know, I know. I can't help it.
0: Okay. You want right. to roll it back a bit? Okay. Give me me, me my cue line again.
1: Okay, okay. Please, we need ambulance now. A woman has been stung on the beach.
0: What happened to her?
1: I don't know. Something about a giant jumbo jellyfish. Please, we need ambulance now.
0: Where are you located?
1: On Santa Monica Beach, near the pier.
0: They're on their way now.
1: Okay, thank you. They're coming.
0: Okay. (laughs) And that's the end. Scene. Yes. (laughs) Yes. In that rendition, yeah. Tom was a far better actor than anybody <laughs> else in that's, this movie. That's rare. Yes. Yeah. Oh. I don't it's incredible. Um, and then a CG ambulance turns up and takes oh, her off. Oh, all- yeah.
1: <laughs> the CG ambulance is just amazing. Yeah. I couldn't just... I was sitting there watching it going, oh, hang on a minute. Is that CGI? Not because I didn't think it was realistic, just because I couldn't believe that that that's what they'd done.
0: A trans- white transit van with a red
1: light on the top I wouldn't look
0: better. or oh, not even that. Mm. You know?
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: Um. Then for some reason we go to a museum. <laughs> yes. And my adopted son, Tony, shows oh, up. Oh, God, yeah. And he has <laughs> an amazing line. <laughs> They're think... looking at bird skeletons in the museum. Yeah. And he says... I wish Susan could be here to see this bird skeleton, but she got a disease from the fish Rod cooked. <laughs> yeah. I, bearing my, in mind Rod cooked this fish for them three years ago in the last movie.
1: I know. I, I was just my next my next line is, uh, who got a disease from the fish that Ron cooked? Because I couldn't make out what Ellie he was going on about.
0: I think, I think he means the girl. Right from the previous film that they rescue okay uh yeah the the museum <laughs> scene features the only competent camera work of the movie right where there's some pretty reasonable kind of uh cut shots of the exhibit so there's yeah. like a, there's a mammoth skeleton and all that kind of thing and then as soon as the actors turn up the camera work goes all to hell again
1: well that's because there was actually a second unit director i think
0: so really so, yeah
1: um i think so i think so some someone like took a camera i think it was the guy that was doing the
0: epk <laughs> <laughs> just decided to take a camera and shoot some good think, footage to go in this so, film yeah. so he can put it on his yeah. showreel yeah
1: interestingly um, if you look on imdb the uh the credits are very scarce
0: right uh, certainly which is funny because at the end of the movie the credits loads. are massive and go on for ages yeah
1: yeah there's quite a few people not willing to be uh overly mm. associated with this film mm. Uh Like there is no sound department according to IMDb, Uh, but there is on the end credits. Although evidence would suggest there wasn't, and they've just made the names up.
0: Mm. So the creepy old doctor from the first movie shows up.
1: Yep, he tries to. He's like an
0: environmentalist, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and uh, (laughs) they have a conversation with him, but never all appear in the same shot. And they shout at each other directly into the camera from thirty feet away. That's yeah. how they have this conversation, seemingly this banal a, conversation,
1: seemingly on a footbridge. Yes, completely blocking the footbridge.
0: Yes, so like no one could get past if
1: they wanted to. It seems like mm. a really odd place
0: to have a conversation. Mm. And he unloads an all load, uh, a whole load of exposition. Yeah. Um, and then for some reason we cut to two cavemen having sex. <laughs> I you know. That is one
1: of the most random jump cuts <laughs> I, I just was not expecting.
0: No. I wrote all, <laughs> in all caps, what the shit is going on? I, I, I suddenly thought, I thought, hang on a minute,
1: is this like... Has something happened here? Has has, uh, has there been a mix-up in you know, like the 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 authoring process or the creation of this film? Have they kind of dropped in an accidental scene from something else? Because it dropped was in just a scene com-
0: from his next movie.
1: Yeah, it was just like, oh "What the hell is going on?" Because this has nothing to do with what they're talking about. Mm. But it sets up the prehistoric. Why well, it does? Uh the, of vultures
0: and uh, mm. uh,
1: what are they called. Eagles,
0: Eagles, yes. Where, what happened when the eagle and vulture attack? Yes, yeah. which was how the director pitched the first one. Yeah, yeah and, and exactly that um, poor grammar. Yeah, um, they go to. I think it's supposed to be a nightclub. Oh, yeah. There's a blatant advert for environmentally friendly glow sticks. <laughs> yes, and then they're all they all get dressed up for a night out at a club.
1: Yeah, but they're just,
0: actually just... in a scene shot in the scummiest bar in California. At about one thirty in the afternoon.
1: Oh, it's just a room with a bloke in the corner singing badly. It's the guy from the first movie. It's it is, the hanging yeah. out with my family guy.
0: Yeah. I,
1: oh, dear. That's terrible. And then her mum turns up
0: again. Her mum turns up. For no reason. Um, she can only remember half a line at a time. Yeah. Um, Natalie obviously screws up a line, but carries on anyway. Yes. And then before they <laughs> go away from the end of that scene, when mum decides to sit down and join them all for dinner... Yeah. Um, mum swears for no reason. Everybody laughs and they just leave it in. I know. I know. They get to the end of the scene. Mum sits down, and just goes, "Holy shit!" But yeah. <laughs> apropos of nothing. Everybody laughs and then they cut, and then everybody uh, dances.
1: I would say about Natalie's. I've seen. I've heard interviews with her after mm. the first one, mm. and and she she's obviously very very aware of how bad these films are.
0: She goes into. You can see the moments where she goes into business for herself.
1: Yes, yeah, absolutely. Particularly
0: during the, I'm charitably calling them, action scenes later on.
1: Yeah, there are there are moments where she's kind of giving it the beans and kind of going for it. And then there's other moments where you're like, actually, she's quite bored today. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just kind of doing it as she sees fit. And mm. I mean, I remember her talking about it saying, you know, they, uh, the actors in the film, regardless of how good they actually are or not, uh, you know, want to try their hardest, but they just yeah. keep getting told to do things in a very particular way that is yes. just awful.
0: Yeah. Um, Did you watch any of the extras dancing in the very long dancing scene? Oh,
1: my God. The one where there was a weird weird tattooed bloke dancing with the mum at one point.
0: The tattooed guy just moves his arms and at one moment just starts humping the air. Yeah. There's a girl who only jumps. (laughs) Yeah. And against the back wall, there's a guy in a hat doing the robot. Yeah.
1: It's amazing.
0: Um, I think we then cut for no reason to a motel room.
1: Oh yeah,
0: where Gloria is laying around on the bed, looking "quote unquote" sexy in oh, a toweling a bathrobe with pictures of cake on it.
1: Hang on a minute! Before we get to that bit, though, mm. there's another scene I think on a beach. Is there? Yeah,
0: and I might have fallen asleep.
1: Okay, and it's where it's where Natalie begrudgingly congratulates Gloria oh, on having right. the on getting the lead role that Natalie went up for.
0: And That's weird. Neither of them should have got it, because I think you'd be great as the lead role of Kim in my film.
1: Exactly, yeah. And and uh, there's one bit where Natalie turns to Gloria and says, if you have any acting advice, I'd love to hear it. <laughs> I'm sure you would. And, and I just wrote down, maybe trying to make your lip movements match the sound coming out of your mouth might be a good start.
0: <laughs> yeah, but nobody does. No. In some no. places, it's like watching 70s Kung Fu. No,
1: uh, th- but... Uh, going forward to the the bedroom scene where yes the combination of sexy underwear and a fleece cupcake dressing gown yes just is you know sets off sets off the look beautifully i think but
0: not only that she's that that's that's the start is is her there then they cut to uh bill who's the man who's going to do the sexing yeah who is leaning casually in his boxer shorts (laughs) in the wardrobe yes (laughs) in the wardrobe
1: Oh, dear. And this is where you, this is one of the the, the giveaway DSLR moments. You know, you're used to having like boom shots where where the microphone drops in.
0: I have much to say about the sex scene.
1: Right. Well, in this, it's obviously, like I said, it's a DSLR with a top mounted directional microphone. Yes. And they've got the camera zoomed out so far, or at least the lens on it is so wide
0: that you can see the microphone in the top of the shot. Not only can you see the microphone in the top of the shot, in the sex scene montage yes. which has had all the sound replaced with music anyway yeah um de- oh, i've got so much to say about this um her robe disappears by magic yeah and he suddenly gains a pair of trousers yeah um they blatantly do not want to kiss each other no um his tattoo is terrible and prominent <laughs> in many many shots right, I it's some weird celtic symbol right. not quite in between his shoulder blades <laughs> sort of a little bit low
1: right
0: um i couldn't decide if these two were more or less inept at sex than the people in the room (laughs) (laughs) um at one point i thought no i think i've stayed in that motel oh god really because it's all shot in an area of california i visited a couple of times oh really it's all yeah it's all shot on the the peninsula just south of san francisco Right. Um, the bits that aren't in L.A. are shot there. The first movie yeah. was all shot around San Mateo, which is a town I've been to several times. Right, okay. But yeah, it looks suspiciously like somewhere I've stayed. Interesting.
1: I don't think I've ever been to that area. I've been down to been been down, uh, down as far as Monterey mm. and Carmel. Oh, yeah, I've been there.
0: yeah, I've been to Carmel. Uh, I don't um, think
1: I've been to uh, San Mateo.
0: Mm. Um, and then I wrote the following. Mm. I've just had my mind blown. No. The camera mic, yeah, the boom mic and operator, a light, and the sliding dolly doohickey are all in the shot.
1: It's just, just pure brilliance.
0: I love how bored the boom up looks. I know, and his purple t-shirt reflected in the mirror. <laughs> Watching these people have terrible, terrible sex. Well, not even getting as far as terrible sex. Terrible yeah. foreplay. Yeah, and then red rainstorm. Yeah, with people just walking through the background like nothing's happening.
1: Yeah, and it's just, oh yeah, it's just obviously just random shots they've picked up uh, mm. with a red tint on.
0: Mm. The birds of the film Birdemic Two mm-hmm. finally show up forty-eight minutes into the <laughs> seventy-nine-minute film. Yeah, <laughs> um, and they're so, just as
1: brilliant as they were in the first of movie. Of
0: course, they're exactly the same models. Yeah. So this red rain somehow releases thousands of prehistoric eagle and vulture. Hence the uh, resurrection, obviously. Yes. And the very two cave people mm-hmm. we saw shagging earlier on from yep. the tar pit. Yeah.
1: Well you gotta make those costumes pay for themselves, don't
0: you? I guess so. Um yeah. then it transpires that most of this film is then set on a backlot. Yeah. Because they we see the filming of Sunset Dreams.
1: Yeah, it's the twi- it's the Fox back lot, I think.
0: Is it? Hmm. Hmm. Um, I think that's what I read anyway. And so the birds attack while the filming is going on. Mm -hmm. There's bad action. There's a homage to the first movie where they try and fight them off with coat hangers. Yeah. There are guns that never, ever run out of bullets. (laughs) I know.
1: Those guns just keep shooting. I wanted
0: to count the number of gunshots in one particular scene. And I just, I couldn't. (laughs) Um, And then I wrote, here are some tits for no reason.
1: I know. Okay, so it starts off on on the set of of Bill's film. And that's when the attack occurs. And they start fighting them off and they go to run out of that studio. And you assume you're going to cut to maybe outside on the back lot and continue them chasing. It doesn't. Mm. It just cuts to three women with their tits out for no
0: reason. Well, that's supposed to be another movie set. Well, obviously, yeah. Where they're shooting but like a, a slasher film. A horror film, yeah. But it's just, uh, the uh, slasher himself has a great quote. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to murder you, he says, as he chases the 3 bititted women around. Yeah. Uh, then the eagle and vulture attack. Yeah. The three topless women die.
1: Mm-hmm. Quite and quickly. Not,
0: uh, not, very quickly. Not only does the one in the short black skirt and loafers, I've noted... Have, right. her, have, have her have uh, her fun bags out right. you can also see straight up her skirt when she dies oh, really jesus she had a bad day i'm glad um, i'm glad i missed that bit mm. um the oh god i'm out of breath <laughs> there's so much shit in this movie and as i say we're leaving out hundreds and hundreds of bad oh, things yeah they fight outside 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 onto what is helpfully signposted with a bad cgi sign as wild west set yes um and i almost choked to death laughing when Roth dispatches a bird with a spinning back roundhouse straight into the camera <laughs> which is supposed to be the bird's point of view yeah
1: and the other thing they do is when the birds some of the birds get shot they split in half
0: yes but perfectly perfectly in half
1: perfectly in half
0: and some of them also split uh, perfectly into like one third, two thirds. So like they oh, shoot the wing off. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> then wrote that guy's not dead. I can see him breathing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do yeah. you think? Yeah. The girls got the same. Uh, I'm talking about Gloria and Natalie. Mm. Got the same wardrobe note by mistake. Green top, tight jeans, ankle boots.
1: Yes, yeah, because they are—they are, they are dressed They're both wearing the out. same thing. I, oh, yeah, I, just I, like their I own variant
0: of the same thing.
1: Absolutely, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, and this is when we we they went on the Wild West set. They find the other the next girl, who's blonde and big-breasted, but dressed like a cowgirl with cut-off denim jeans. Yes, yeah, and and <laughs> and the guy walks up and says awkwardly, "Hi, I'm Will, and I'm a screenwriter."
0: Yes. Screenwriters don't get sex He needs to stop saying that He needs to pretend to be a director or yeah. a producer Then then he'll get laid the Screenwriters just don't get any No um, <sighs> Then there's the, the hippie twat With the, the shit wig from the first one comes back Oh yeah And we get a flashback to him Not burning in the forest fire We presumed or hoped Killed him in the first film yeah,
1: Why do we need a flashback of that
0: I don't know but he now has a wife Yes and for some reason, they have a pet, they have a pet uh, movie light. Yes. I noticed that. I was like, why is that? And it, I think it's exactly the same one we've got in, in the studio at work. Oh, yeah, Yeah, it's one of the soft boxes. <laughs> Brilliant. Just, like, just standing in the back of the shop for no reason.
1: Yeah, I um,
0: They have a great line, the, mm. the two environmental people. They're like, yeah. oh, the birds aren't bothering us because we live a green lifestyle. Yeah. And he says this. We're really big fans of the iPad mini, because they're cutting down too many trees to make books. Yeah. What? I
1: I was just sitting there thinking, hmm, somebody's not really thinking about the processes involved in making plast- no. plastics <laughs> and electronics. No. And, no, they are not. And mining for mm. all of the gold and titanium and magnesium and God knows what else goes
0: into them. We can tell... I can tell looking at my notes. This is where I really started to lose my mind because there are so many spelling <laughs> mistakes, so many typos. <laughs> really? Yeah, like every note from here on has at least one typo in it. Yeah,
1: my next note is not until we get to the cinema. So
0: I don't think I even wrote about the cinema. Oh, really? I did write about all the the next amazing driving scene. Oh, is this when they steal the RV? They steal an RV mm. uh, and have camera to RV shots. In which you can see the axis that the windscreen wiper on the car rotates around because they're obviously sitting in the back of an estate car pointing the camera out the back window. Yeah. At one point the camera operator's hair appears.
1: (laughs) While they're in the RV for some unknown reason they stop at a cinema that's showing a Billy Wilder retrospective. Oh, yes. And they go in and open the doors and all the birds are attacking and they go, oh, look, the birds are attacking. Let's get out of here. And they just yes. shut the doors and run away. Yeah, they don't try and help. No, uh, I just put down, how did all the birds get in the cinema? Is it Orange Wednesday? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, my earphone fell out. <laughs> 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 I love the idea of all these eagles <laughs> and vultures rocking up to the front desk. Two yeah. for one, please. <laughs> and a popcorn.
1: Yeah, getting the mobiles out. I've got a text. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. yeah. Okay, back in the RV again. Yeah, as well. So after that, they decide. And Bill's that, driving. Yeah,
1: and they decide, oh, let's cut through a cemetery because
0: yep. that's obviously a great idea. Well, he says, hey, Rod, I know, the, <laughs> I know there's a shortcut through the cemetery. Where is this shortcut going to? Because they haven't actually told us where they're going.
1: Well, exactly. And
0: let's face it.
1: I've never been to a cemetery that has more than one entrance or exit.
0: Um, I don't know how many cemeteries I've been to.
1: Every time I've ever been, you go in... Mm. And you go up to like a crematorium or wherever to mm. a car park, and then you might sort of loop round, and then you usually come back to where you start with start from, or at least a little in out bit very close to that. Mm. I've never been anywhere that is divided in two by a road that you can go from one side to the other because that's completely pointless.
0: Well, apparently in this area of California, you can.
1: And seemingly so.
0: Mm. Um, what are you doing? Sorry, sorry, my blowpipe just fell over. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then zombies arrive. Yes,
1: it turns into a zombie movie.
0: Yes. Yeah. For about four minutes. <laughs> yes. Um, somebody I didn't I didn't keep track of who yeah. said we can defend ourselves. We have guns. <laughs> oh, I think that's Will, the screenwriter. Right. Um, my next note. Yeah. Just says Zookeeper Miyagi. Yeah, I put exactly <laughs> the same thing. Mr. Miyagi runs the zoo. Yeah. yeah. So somehow they get from a cemetery to a zoo. Yeah. Oh,
1: but we should also note that a cowgirl gets bitten and they just leave zombie. her for dead, assuming that she's dead. Yes. Uh, I think I there is le- one line saying, Why didn't we bring her with us? She's a zombie. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah. If she's a zombie. She would infect us. Yeah. I left out back at the Wild West scene one of my favorite things. All right. When Natalie suddenly remembers that she uh, she's quite flexible and can do spinning high kicks. Right. And just starts taking out birds with punches and high kicks. Yeah. Um, and Gloria spots her doing it, thinks, I'm not going to be upstaged by this woman in this terrible film and stops doing, starts doing her own worse high kicks to take out birds. Brilliant. So zookeeper Miyagi yeah. says, oh, they're not touching the zoo because, you know, it's green and we love animals and stuff. Yeah. How the fuck do the birds know who's living a green lifestyle and who isn't? I know. That's what makes no sense. Um, I then wrote, there is no two ways about it. This is the worst movie of all time. Yeah.
1: Oh, it's so bad.
0: So, back in the RV, driving around. Mm -hmm. The Krillin Machine Co. building passes by once more. Right. Or they park outside. it. It's in this film more times than the Green Beetles in Bullet. (laughs) they just try to keep (laughs) oh they run out of petrol very suddenly Mm, that's right yeah and I wrote of course you're out of gas you keep driving around the same fucking bit of (laughs) (laughs) LA they're not even trying to get out of the city it's the same streets over and over again (laughs) and then we're coming towards the end Mm. the final showdown outside the hotel
1: well uh, they run out of petrol my next note is beaten up by cavemen oh I forgot about beaten up by cavemen yeah because they get they see the cavemen they get out oh let's go and talk to those people they walk over and it's like oh hang on
0: I've just they been hit a, be a bone. And then, the cave people just beat him up for no reason. And then Natalie and Gloria save the day by punching cave people. <laughs> yeah.
1: And they all run off. And they end up in this uh, motel kind of area.
0: Yeah. And, and then... Oh, oh then they run out of gas. Yeah. And once somebody has the amazing line, we're out of gas. Hey, let's see if there's some at that hotel. Yeah. Because, of course, there's going to be a can of petrol at the hotel. What they do find, though,
1: is a magical Pepsi machine that
0: dispenses Coke. I wrote And then that. by
1: the time they start drinking it, it's turned into root beer or Sprite.
0: Well, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, I wrote, firstly, I wrote the establishing shot of the hotel is 22 seconds long. <laughs> For a that shot that needs this. to be three. Yeah. Um,. They don't blur the Pepsi logo on the vending machine. No. But none of the cans that come out are from PepsiCo at all, and they change between shots.
1: Yeah.
0: And then two of them, you're right, turn into cans of Coke.
1: Yeah, well, no, it's like, there's the Pepsi machine. Oh, let's Mm. have a drink. Close up of the dispensing... Bit, you know the, the little tray that you grab your drink yeah. from sitting in that tray is a can of coke and a can of diet coke and then cut to the
0: group shot where they're
1: all swigging two of them have A&W. got root beer two of them have got one of them's got sprite and another one's got a fanta
0: i think yeah but then they cut to another shot yeah. and somebody's drinking the can of coke
1: yes yeah
0: mm. um i lost count of the number of times the girls were smiling when they're supposed to be scared or serious <laughs> yes
1: yeah, yeah you could definitely tell that they, they've they've had enough
0: My iPad, for some reason, I don't know what I wrote, but it's changed it for the word epithet. (laughs) It says epithet shot of wooden Asian man face down in the pool.
1: Apathetic, perhaps?
0: I don't know. I've just put, let's all
1: look at a corpse in a swimming pool. Oh, yeah. Because he's lying in the swimming pool and they just stare. Let's just look at him.
0: This is Will. This is. well i Will, I'm, Will. I'm a screenwriter. Yeah, yeah. He gets killed by a bird yeah. and falls in the pool. Mm-hmm. And you can see him trying to keep himself afloat when he's dead. Yeah,
1: <laughs> his legs start sinking. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. And, and then, then it cuts to the shot
0: of the birds flying, flying
1: away. away towards the Hollywood sign. Yeah. And it stays on that
0: shot. Do you know how long it stays on that shot? How long? One minute and 48 seconds. Oh, I no. timed it. I was yes. just, we
1: were just sitting there watching it again. Okay. Right.
0: Uh,
1: are they still flying towards the sign? Cause...
0: I couldn't tell if they were moving or not. No, there they, was one beside. Like, I started watching. I started watching yeah, the thing yeah. to see if it moved along the letters.
1: You' yeah. yeah, well, no, it's, it's like, okay, it's just kind of suspended. It's not getting any closer. Now they're all smaller, but they still seem to be the same distance away than they yes. were before. I don't quite know how they've managed that. And it's like, why, why are we on this shot for so long? What's going to happen next? Oh, it's the credits. It's finished. Really?
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. So from the, when they cut to that shot to when, they, when it fades, finally fades, fades to black after the credits have started yeah. is one minute and 48 seconds. That is ridiculous. Um, and that's it. Oh, dear. But they do play the hilarious song, Hanging Out With My Family, from the first <laughs> yeah. movie over the end credits. Yeah. Um, This is an unmitigated pile of shit.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Um, And you know what? I couldn't decide if we'd been hoodwinked or not. Right. You know, you see, being a fan of the professional wrestling... Right. I come with a healthy dose of scepticism. Yeah. And kind of like, I spot when things aren't quite on the level. Yeah. I think this movie was made intentionally badly to get the same publicity as the first one did.
1: No, this... Right. Okay. The story behind this is, well, you know that James Noon, when when he made the first, he he thinks it's good.
0: Yes, I know that.
1: So when he was offered money to I make met his, the man. Yeah, I know. When he was offered money to make the sequel, he was very wary about people controlling him.
0: Oh, this is why um, Bill has all the dialogue about about studio interference and you've got to put tits in it and all that kind of thing.
1: And the people that financed it turned around to him and said to him, no, we'll give you the money and we want you to make it exactly as you think it should be made and we will not touch it. Because they knew that he'd do a bad enough job on his own.
0: I don't know. Something feels hinky about it. I don't
1: think so. I think he just had more money to do it badly because well, it, it was more more than the first one and i and i'm almost certain that they they deliberately like steered clear i think the only way the only point where that you that uneasy feeling should come in is the actors who know yeah and have started to play up to it a bit
0: but it was just things like i don't know the the uh the hippies pet light right like that is too blatantly obviously placed in the shot
1: yeah maybe
0: I don't know. Regardless, it's terrible. Yeah, Everybody it should watch the first one, yeah. maybe not watch the second one.
1: Yeah, well, they're exactly the same.
0: They are. I guess and it all somehow, depends on... the what, first one is better. Yeah,
1: it depends on your preference for cave caveman sex. If, you, if you've if you got a <laughs> for caveman sex, watch the second one, and if you're not that interested, watch the first one.
0: I think we should leave it at that.
1: Because that's pretty much the only difference.
0: It is. Right. Let's get away from that. Yeah, definitely. Um, we were going to talk about... Uh, before we get onto our pitches, we were going to talk about the yeah, films yeah. coming out this year that we we're interested in. Yeah. Um. And I went through a site that lists release dates of things. We're, we're talking UK here. Yeah. Uh, and kind of noted down month by month the things that looked interesting. Right. Um. Did you do anything similar?
1: I did. I've got eight movies that I would like to see. Okay. And two others that i'm on the fence about well yeah okay <clears throat> i have to say there's probably only me- one of them i might actually go to the cinema to see
0: mm-hmm. um well i couldn't find anything in january that really piqued my interest
1: no first thing i've got is february
0: well and i kind of but saying that something in me would quite like to see the nelson mandela film or a long walk to, long freedom. Walk to freedom yeah because um, I thought Idris Elba plays Nelson Mandela. Fuck me, that's going to be terrible. Mm, but I keep seeing better and better reviews for it. And so I might hang on till it's on Netflix. I'm not going to go and plonk down my 10 no, quid to go and watch no. it. No,
1: I, I, maybe I might watch it in the future. I was, I went and filmed at the premiere for mm. that, the night that Nelson Mandela died. That yes. was one of the weirdest things I think I've ever experienced, was mm. to uh, film interviews with... The man who played Nelson Mandela in the story of his life film interviews with Nelson Mandela's daughter, and all of these people who had created a movie, not celebrating his life. I think they've actually tried to keep it as very balanced as they can because he was yes. when he was young, he wasn't that nice of a guy. Um, right. And uh, then to kind of effectively get home a few hours later to read the news that. He, mandela had died it was yeah. just bizarre so i kind of i might watch it just because it because i experienced that do you know what i mean mm. that's kind of intrigued me a bit yeah but yeah i can't say it's one that i'm you know i'm burning to see but i i probably will watch it at some point just because i yeah. have that strange experience around it mm.
0: well moving on to february yeah i have a perverse desire to see the robocop remake <laughs>
1: I almost put that down and I didn't put it down because the I'm kind of um, I, I, I'm like you I'm kind of intrigued because I've seen the trailers don't
0: look that bad
1: the first bit first stuff I saw of, it, I thought oh shit that looks terrible and then I saw a, a better trailer where he's got the, the, the bluish silver suit and I haven't sprayed it black yet and and it just felt a bit more like Robocop and it was like actually I yeah, might not do a bad job with that
0: yeah I'm willing to give it a go
1: yeah yeah um,
0: the thing I definitely want to see in February is the Lego movie. Yeah, that's top of my list. That's uh, That
1: might even be the film I want to see most this year.
0: Which is directed by the Cl- Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs slash 21 Jump Street pair. Yeah. Um, And from the trailers looks as hilarious as you'd hope.
1: Yeah, Oh the trailers are brilliant.
0: I love grumpy Batman.
1: Oh, Will Arnett as Batman. That's yeah. just brilliant casting.
0: Uh, and the other thing, it's like, I'm I'm, I'm not going to go and sit in the cinema, but I will wait till it comes to Netflix. Is Nonstop.
1: I don't know about that.
0: Which is uh, Liam Neeson right. doing his standard Liam Neeson action routine. Right, okay. Uh, as an air marshal, and the whole thing takes place on a plane.
1: Oh, really? That could be yeah. quite good.
0: Yeah, and there's one shot in the trailer that made, made me go, I have to see that. Right, okay. It's the final shot, um, and he's. Uh, there's a gun between him and the guy he's trying to kill. Yeah. Uh, But there's turbulence going on. Right. And just as he gets to the gun, there's a bump in the turbulence and the gun shoots up off the floor into his hand and he shoots the guy. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) brilliant. I thought, I've got to see that. Okay. Um, March sees the release of a film that our manager has been going on about for months, a British sci-fi film called The Machine. Oh, yeah. See, that wasn't sh-
1: on the list I looked at. Oh, really? No. Uh,
0: no, I really keeps- do want to see that. Yes, she keeps raving about it, f- so we've got to shut her up. On yeah, her and I
1: filmed it. interviews with the director and um, Toby Stevens, who's in it, mm-hmm. and it sounds really good right up my street. Um what intrigues me most is one of the things they revealed in the interviews was the fact that the CGI in this, I mean, it's a tiny, tiny little British film. Mm. Uh, I think the budget was under a million. Um, Mm. and the companies that worked on the visual effects were the companies that did, uh, transformers, dark of the moon avatar and
0: something else. Big and expensive. Yeah.
1: Another one of the, it might've been Avengers. Mm -hmm. Um, and basically those companies did it for either a nominal fee or for free because they mm. were so impressed with the concept and because the work they were given was a challenge that they hadn't done before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found that really intriguing, that this this kind of tiny little British film had piqued their interest to the point where they would go, yeah, actually, we'll, we'll, we want in on this because we want to be a part of it. So, yeah, yeah I know I, uh, that should be on my list.
0: I do want to see that.
1: I have to say, I haven't written mine down by month, so...
0: Oh, I just uh, it just I uh, kept a note as I was going through the okay. this website and just kind of Well, if you go through yours and my... then there's bound yeah. to be a couple that um, I won't have also out in March, mm. but in Indonesia, so I don't know when we're going to get it is the Raid 2 Barandal.
1: Um I believe they're looking to do that all in one go, the worldwide. Really? I think so. Okay. Um I could be wrong, but I think they were looking at trying to trying to do as many um territories in uh, on the same date or Excellent. within a week or two of each other good, good just because good. it's the sort of movie that would be that would really uh suffer from pirating
0: yeah well, i think it would uh, um because the... it's
1: one it's one of those things that's it's quite uh it's not a niche film but it's it's one of those sort of sleeper movies that if it was pirated could could really damage its yeah, uh, yeah. sales
0: it's um yeah, it's a small film that a lot of people want to see, yeah. as opposed to a big film that won't suffer so much from piracy that everybody wants to see. Uh, exactly, yeah. Um, the full-length trailer was released recently, and it looks just as insane as the first one.
1: I haven't watched that yet. I keep meaning to <laughs> I uh, it's, it. uh,
0: it's well around on YouTube. We might even put it up on, I think somebody posted it on, uh, yeah, on sure the. Facebook page.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they did. Yeah, I'm sure. I haven't had a chance to look at it. I. Um, I am really looking forward to it. I'm slightly wary of it, though. You think? Mm. I, I mean, I want it to be brilliant, and I really hope it is. Uh, something is just kind of like...
0: There is it's a not, Is it
1: going to be a difficult second album?
0: You know, there is. A, well, this is actually his third movie. Well, the no, difficult I second that. album was The Raid. I, no, um, no,
1: what I mean is in terms of The Raid... Like, you okay, know, yeah. There is the a chance that it could after. be
0: too much. Yeah. That it could be too over the top. Yeah. But... I'm willing to give it a go.
1: Yeah, no, I am too, absolutely. I just, um, I've got my fingers crossed for it, if, as it were.
0: The other thing I want to see in March, which you will have no interest in, is mm. uh, Captain America Winter Soldier.
1: Yeah, no, not interested.
0: I wasn't, yeah. because I don't like, the. I didn't like the first Captain America, but no. I like the concept of the second one. Yeah, I've heard. With his naivety being exploited. Yeah,
1: the I know that um, this is supposed to be one of the, the best Captain America stories, mm. like, actually comic series ever written mm. so i know that they've really gone for broke with it i'm just i think like i said previously i'm just i'm, I'm superheroed out at the moment
0: yeah yeah it's kind of every big movie is a superhero movie yeah these days. and it's
1: like i might maybe in a couple of years time i might come back and and look at some of the ones that i've skipped on but at the moment i'm not interested
0: well april mm-hmm. um sees the release of the next film from the man who wrote and directed the guard mm. john michael mcdonough right called calvary
1: right i this again is one that i've didn't see on that's this past do
0: you know what it's about
1: yeah yeah he's a priest isn't he
0: yes um brendan gleason is a priest brendan gleason is a catholic priest Mm. and someone comes into the confessional and tells him um in one week i will kill you right uh now professionally he can't tell anybody about that (laughs) right so he has a week. To work out what the hell he's going to do and how to save his own life.
1: That sounds really good.
0: Yeah, there's a trailer out. um, I saw it online earlier this week. um, And I think it's going to be... I don't think it's going to have the same sense of fun as the guard. but I think it's going to be uh, blackly hilarious.
1: Yes, I can imagine it would be.
0: Um, Maze where all the big stuff starts. Yeah. Uh, and I've got one down more for you than me, which was X Men: Days of Future Past. See, now
1: that's on my possibles list. Yeah, because I try. I started watching the trailer for it, and mm. I got bored. Really? Yeah. In a in a two minute trailer, I got bored and I didn't watch it all.
0: Okay, and well I've, that doesn't that doesn't bode well, does no, it? No,
1: and I've got no idea what it's about. Hmm. And um, yeah, I just, yeah, just really um. No, I don't know. I, I've kind of got it down as a maybe because maybe I just don't know enough about it. But I did. I really enjoyed X Men First Class,
0: mm. but I I sort of did.
1: Yeah, but Brian Singer's done this one. That kind of no. puts me
0: off. Oh well, so um, everybody's gay and adopted then. Mm. Uh, also in May is Godzilla.
1: Again, that's on my not sure list.
0: Which should be better than the Roland Emmerich. I'm abortion. sure it will
1: be. I think the I think the the visual effects are probably going to look stunning. Mm. um i'm you know like i said i saw monsters and i thought this the the visual element of it was stunning we should say
0: this is from the the same director the guy who directed monsters yeah
1: so again i'm a bit wary of that so it would be one that i might netflix or you Mm. know borrow a a blu-ray or rent a blu-ray or something like
0: that well something we should definitely take a have you seen outing to see Mm mm-hmm is the postman pat movie
1: oh god have they done a postman pat movie i didn't even see (laughs) that yeah it's out in
0: may oh jesus (laughs) um anybody from outside the uk just go and look up postman pat on wikipedia (laughs) yeah
1: yeah i I, um i can't remember if it was uh i because i remember like postman pat was like one of the big shows when i was a kid yes and i think when i was a teenager it might have been someone like Ian Hislop on uh, Have I Got News For You or something. And uh, they were talking about Postman Pat and he said, yeah, my, my kids are really into that. I just wish they'd made more than 12 bloody episodes.
0: And I was like, <laughs> really?
1: They only made 12?
0: Well, there are new ones. I was round at my friend's place oh, a, really? a few days ago. Yeah. And his right. three-year-old was watching like a, a new Postman Pat. But right. animated in the same style as the old one. It's just in really?
1: HD. Wow. Okay.
0: With slightly different voices. Yeah. Um. June is one I'm dubious about. That mm. like, I really hope is good, but the trailer made me go. Ugh. Yeah, twenty-two Jump Street. Ah, right. Yeah, it that's just appears to be the same jokes all over again. Yeah, I'm really worried, and I so hope it isn't.
1: Yeah. Did you see uh, Channing Tatum spoofing Jean-Claude Van Damme? No. Did you not see this? No. Okay, so you know the Jean-Claude Van Damme Volvo advert where he does the yes. splits on the wing mirrors. There yes. have been two spoofs of that.
0: I've seen the Chuck Norris one. Right.
1: The Chuck Norris one is one, but the first one to come out was uh, Channing Tatum as Jenko on the, on 21 Jump Street. Okay. Uh, see if you can find it. It's pretty funny.
0: All right. I shall look that up. Yeah. Um, July. It's, mm. uh, it's sequel time. Yeah. How to Train Your Dragon 2. Yeah, that's on my list. Um, Transformers 4, which will definitely be on your list. Yeah. Uh, and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes.
1: Yeah. Also on my list. All out in July. I suspect. Um, I've no idea what they're going to do with Transformers.
0: They're just the same noisy fucking... Probably. ...indistinct robots hitting each other bollocks. Exactly.
1: Robots turning into cars and hitting each other and that kind of stuff. I'll quite happily watch that in 3D on a big screen. It's a nice I'm sure sort you thing. will. Um, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I haven't seen anything, anything yet, but given how brilliant There's the a- first one was... Mm. Oh well, I said the first one. The uh, yes, I know what you mean. The one that is prior to this. Yes. Uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Um. Yeah. Just if if Wetter have got even better in that time, mm. this is going to be fantastic.
0: Mm. Um. August is more sequels. Yeah. Uh. In between us, movie two.
1: Not interested.
0: Uh. Expendables three.
1: Yes. Interested.
0: Sin City two. Yes. Definitely interested. It's taken a long time for a Sin City sequel to come out.
1: There, yeah it has i think it's because rodriguez was busy and i think there were a few little legal niggles along the way
0: well, they're all there's all kinds of niggles for Robert rodriguez because he resigned from the director's guild of america and right. he's like properly properly independent these days yeah. um uh, will you stop clonking your microphone stand please sorry
1: i didn't realize i was
0: i had to remove a whole load of that from the last episode sorry <laughs> um October goes weird, and October's the last month I've got anything down for, actually. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Ninja Turtles 3D.
1: Yeah, that's not on my list.
0: And Popeye 3D. Oh, really? This is not a film I want to see. It no. just made me go, what?
1: Weird. There's only one that uh, you ever mentioned that I've got down, actually. Mm. What's that? And that is Edge of Tomorrow.
0: What is Edge of Tomorrow?
1: It's. It looks like, effectively, uh, it looks almost a bit like Source Code. In terms of its plot, but it's Tom, oh, Tom, Cruise Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt with bits ripped off
0: from the Halo games.
1: Kind of, yeah. yeah. So
0: I, I, uh, it's going to be more Scientologist reincarnation bollocks, isn't I it? I don't think it is. No, badly disguised in a sci-fi movie. No, it's not because he's feeling. not. He's
1: not. He's not in the Scientology anymore. What? Yeah, I think it's fairly recently. He didn't, he didn't, he hasn't he had a bit of an argument and dis, you know, sort of separated himself off a bit.
0: I'm googling as we speak.
1: I, th- I think he has. I heard that he had. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, the only reason I'm intrigued by this is, um, Emily Blunt's usually pretty good. Uh, certainly was in, um, Adjustment Bureau, hmm. and the last two Tom Cruise movies. That I've seen, I've actually really enjoyed, which were Jack Reacher and Oblivion.
0: Okay, Oblivion just like a load of old bollocks to me.
1: Oblivion's actually pretty, I mean, it's a nice stand. What I like about it is it's a good standalone sci fi movie. You know, it's got elements of recognizable sci fi stuff, but it's not, you know, it's not a franchise. It's not like, you know, it's just something a bit different. Mm. Um, it was directed by the guy that did Tron Legacy, so maybe that's why you weren't interested.
0: Yeah, probably. uh,
1: But, you know, it it looks good. It 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 all made sense. It was interesting and it was engaging.
0: I have Googled Um, the phrase Tom Cruise leaves Scientology and I found nothing of the sort. Oh, really? Maybe not. So maybe he's got to Google.
1: Maybe. That's what I'd heard, but maybe I'm wrong. Okie dokie. Yeah, and uh, Jack Reacher... I just really enjoyed it I mean I love Jack Reacher books and the film is not
0: really well no because akin to the book Tom Cruise is a foot shorter than Jack Reacher is supposed to be yeah
1: yeah, I think more than a foot shorter actually
0: Jack Reacher (laughs) is supposed to be like the same Size and shape as Dwayne Johnson really isn't he? Um, right, as far as I'm aware, he's, well, he's, he's described as being like six foot five and barrel chested. He's six
1: foot five and two hundred and fifty pounds. I think that's so, about Dwayne Johnson's yeah. size. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, actually, I think the the one person that sh- they should have really gone for with the casting would have been Hugh Jackman. Okay. Because I think he would have done it. He's you know he's he's not he's not six. No, but then again, plus,
0: Wolverine. He? But, Wolverine in the comics is five foot three.
1: Yeah. But I mean, I mean, Jackman's what? How high? About 6'2"? Yeah, six six I reckon mm. he could have he could have pulled it off. But mm. what what's interesting in the, in the movie of Jack Reacher is they they kind of he's still got the charm and the kind of the you know I don't know he he, he makes it work. Mm. Um, and I suspect people who are very purist in the books won't necessarily like the movie as much. But mm. I quite like it, and I think they're doing another one. But interestingly, the guy that writes the book, Lee Child. Is mm. writing the movie right with somebody else, and it's not affiliated to any of the books.
0: Okay, so it's like a standalone. Yeah, so I think story. what so I
1: think what they're going to do is you're effectively going to have a Jack Reacher of the novels and Tom Cruise's Jack Reacher.
0: So two different universes.
1: Um, I don't think there's necessarily going to be two different universes. I just think there's going to be. Uh, I think the reason they're doing it is to s- either stop people. Uh, Picking holes. Picking holes in the yeah. fact that it's not as good as the book, sort of thing. And also to just tailor it a bit more to Cruise, which I mm. don't think's a bad thing. Like I said, like I said the, the hmm. first... I'm actually, bizarrely, I'm reading the book that the first Jack Reacher movie is based on at the moment. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a pretty... The film's a pretty reasonable uh, cut down of the book. Okay. In my opinion. I, it's All one right. of those ones I keep umming and ahhing as to whether I should pitch you or not.
0: Okay. Well, it is on uh, Netflix, I noticed. Yeah. I've been tempted to press the button. Okay. I'll but, say that.
1: Okay. Well, maybe we'll do that. Maybe, um, well, I've got the Blu-ray as well, so if it disappears from Netflix, we can still do it. Um, right. Let me think about it, and maybe I'll pitch it to you. Um, because it's one of those things, I think you'll find it a pretty standard action film, but mm. um, I don't know, it might, it might tip the balance into you really liking it, or it might go the other way. So it's a bit one I'm really not quite sure how you'll react to.
0: Okay. Well, the site I was on for all these release dates, mm. I kept scrolling. I didn't realise I'd scroll past November and December and ended up in 2015. All oh, right. And I'm just going to read out these titles of yeah. movies that are due for release at some point in 2015. Okay. Jurassic World. Yeah. Fantastic Four reboot. Right. Minions movie. Yes. A New Terminator.
1: Right.
0: Ted 2. Right. Untitled 3D Pixar movie that takes you inside the mind. Right. Uh, which is now called Inside Out, right. an Assassin's Creed movie, mm. Ant Man, mm. Bond Twenty Four, right, Star Wars Episode Seven, right, a World of Warcraft movie.
1: Oh, that's um, Duncan Jones,
0: and Untitled Peanuts movie, three D, <laughs> right. Interesting. So I guess we'll talk about all we'll talk about those in a year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's a couple there that piqued my interest. Mm. New Bond film, Minion yes. movie, definitely. Mm. I I last night I watched we got uh we got Despicable Me two on Blu-ray three D Blu-ray for Christmas mm-hmm. watched that in three D last night and it mm-hmm. was brilliant.
0: I've only watched it, I've only seen it in two D.
1: Yeah, uh, there's uh in the menus you know in um the closing title sequence where the minions are doing the auditions for the minion movie. Yes, and they're blowing bubbles. Mm. Those bubbles are seriously like, I mean, I was sitting six feet away from my sofa. Uh, from my TV, and the, I mean, I swear those bubbles were inches from my face. <laughs> I like
0: most. I love of, how easily enthralled you are by three D. Well, no, it's like
1: all the stuff I've all the three D movies I've got mostly just use it for depth, you know. And that I think is the best way to use it. It really works. Um, but obviously, because this is a bit, of a, it's obviously more aimed at kids. They they really push it out at you. Yeah. And I didn't think you could push it out as far as it comes. Like, there I mean, those bubbles really looked like they were right in front of my face. It was frightening.
0: The other thing like that was, a cat watching snooker on the TV. Yeah, yeah.
1: The other thing that was terrifying was the fact, obviously, because, you know, to aid 3D in my view, we had most of the lights off in the room, apart from one lamp in the corner. Mm. But we also had our little rabbit Tigs out for a run, mm. and she was just sort of running about. And uh, halfway through the film, she
0: decided to leap out of
1: the darkness onto me. (laughs) (laughs) That can't have
0: been terrifying at all. No.
1: So uh, at one point, just this tiny little rabbit just shot from nowhere and landed on my chest. Scared the crap out of me.
0: (sighs) Despicable Me Too horror edition. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. We should move on to pitches. We've been blathering for about an hour.
1: Yeah, blimey. we better crack on.
0: We should should indeed. Uh, Who wants to go first? Uh, I don't mind. All right. Well, I've got my note open in front of me. Okay. So, <clears throat> um, this is a film I'm pitching you mostly on premise. Okay. Uh, although I did watch it and enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I don't have copious notes because I watched it a few weeks ago. And then since then, I've been thinking, actually, yeah, that was pretty good. I think that's good enough to, to pitch. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to watch it again before we next record. Okay, fair enough. To take more uh, more detailed notes. Mm. It's called Outlander.
1: Oh, yeah, it's just the uh, spaceships in Norse mythology kind of
0: thing. Well, yes. Yeah. Um, a soldier from a distant planet crash lands on Earth, bringing yeah. with him a massive alien beast, and he has to hunt it down. Yeah. There are two problems. One, he crashed in a lake, so all his technology is gone. Right. And two, he's crashed in Norway, and it's 709 AD.
1: Right. Yeah, I remember when this came out, thinking, that's a cool premise.
0: It's a brilliant idea. Yeah. Um, Jim Caviezel plays the spaceman. Yeah. Uh, you may remember him uh, from such roles as Jesus. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jesus he's also
1: the... in space.
0: <laughs> he's also the bad guy in the um, Stallone Schwarzenegger movie Escape Plan. Oh, I haven't uh, seen and that And I think yet. he's the lead in Person of Interest on TV.
1: Oh, I haven't seen that I'd like, uh, I he... want to see Escape Plan.
0: I'd quite like to see Escape Plan as well. Yeah, uh, yeah his character's called Kanan. He's the this this space soldier. Uh, there's also uh, Jack Houston who's in cinemas at the moment in American Hustle Uh, he's in Bulwark Empire he's in a couple of Twilight films Uh, and he's Wolfric, he's like the ace warrior of the village Mm -hmm. Um, Sophia Miles uh, from Underworld and soon to be seen in Transformers 4 uh, is the king's feisty daughter right Uh, John Hurt plays the king of the village Mm -hmm. Uh, and also showing up um, looking like he's having the absolute time of his life, yeah. is Ron Perlman oh, right. uh, as Gunner, the leader of the the neighboring rival tribe. All right. Um, this absolutely tanks at the box office. Yeah. Has a budget of forty-seven million dollars. Wow. Its worldwide all-time gross is seven million. Oh. Of which the US yeah. accounts for one hundred sixty-six thousand <gasps> and three.
1: Wow, that's a that is awful.
0: Yeah. It got absolutely. It got no release in the US, and then got buried completely. Wow. It was unreleased for seven weeks and made one hundred sixty-six thousand dollars.
1: Jesus, what did it yeah. go up against? It must have been up against something. I have huge. no idea. I didn't look actually. It must have been something. Maybe huge. I'll have a look for next week. Yeah, I um, bet it was a Lord of the Rings or something like
0: that. Possibly. Um, I like the design of the monster, right? Uh, which is designed by uh, Patrick Totopoulos who's production designed everything. So mm. Seven, Dark City, all the Riddick movies, iRobot, I Am Legend 2012, Die Hard oh, wow. 4. Yeah. Um, apparently he designed it for free, just mm. for the hell of it. <laughs> um, and it, yeah, it's a uh, much like, but completely different from Grabbers. Yeah. It's an interesting monster. Okay. So the Grabbers are kind of like rolling tentacly things. Yeah. Uh, this is an enormous, when you finally get to see it, it's an enormous kind of, bioluminescent quadruped okay um yeah it's pretty interesting and the effects are really good cool um it's a fun it's as much fun as you'd think a a vikings and the spaceman versus alien monster romp would be okay um and that's about it really
1: okay interesting john hurt
0: is obviously the best thing in it yeah um and it's yeah it just i just got to the end of thinking yeah that's kind of like pretty good solid interesting sci-fi
1: Awesome, excellent. It actually uh, fits really nicely with what I'm going to pitch you. Really? Yeah, because I'm going to pitch you a classic sci-fi movie from 1951. Okay. I'm going to pitch you The Day the Earth Stood
0: Still. Uh Aha. I've seen a bit of the Keanu Reeves one. Yeah,
1: don't ignore that. Yeah. Um, What I think you'll like about this...
0: Klaatu Parada Nikta.
1: Yes. It's directed by Robert Wise who directed The Andromeda Strain. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Um, He also directed, I think, Sound of Music or West Side Story. Maybe both. Um, And it's basically, I mean, it's a very simple premise. A flying saucer lands in Washington, D.C. And Mm -hmm. uh, a humanoid alien appears with his robot counterpart and demand to talk to leaders of the free world, or the world in its entirety, in fact.
0: Um, um, Robert Wise did indeed direct both The Sound of Music and West Side Story. There you go. And Star Trek The Motion Picture. Yes. And The Andromeda Strait. Yeah. Um, and I Want to Live! And all sorts of other movies. Anyway, sorry, yeah. carry on. Uh,
1: yeah, so what I really... Basically, around this time... You're uh, clunking your mic stand again. Sorry,
0: actually, it's my headphone
1: cable hitting the table. Yeah. Oh.
0: Um, Basically around this time.
1: Yeah, basically around this time, uh, there were a lot of flying saucer movies, a lot of sci-fi B-movies. Yes. And I think, I mean, there was no big real star in this movie and it was kind of, it looked like it was going to go that way, but there's something very different about it and it really stood the test of time. Mm-hmm. Um, And what I think is really fascinating about it is the, the kind of the message that it has and the, the world views that it kind of pushes. Um, what I find really quite interesting is I was listening to a podcast with commander Hadfield, Chris Hadfield.
0: who I have that and I haven't got around to listening to l- it. Listen
1: to it. Cause it will blow your mind. Okay. Um, he just talks about day to day living in space mm-hmm. and just like, like, just crazy things like what happens when you throw up uh, and stuff like that. And it's mind blowing. Mm. Um, but one of the things he talks about is that if you're in, if you're in space for a period of time, like months at a time mm. and you're looking down on the earth, when you get back, you realize you don't think about individuals and countries anymore. You just think about people. Mm-hmm. and when you're looking down you just you start to get this view of the world that is totally different uh than if you live on earth um and it's almost the same message that this film is pushing hmm. um so it's kind of really that's what i kind of found really interesting about it and um it's you know it's nicely shot there's some really kind of film noir elements to it um and, it, it, you know, it doesn't dumb down the science and it doesn't feel hokey or silly in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it just, it's, you can see why it's a bona fide classic. Um, and I think it's probably one of the movies that really uh, stopped the sci-fi genre being regarded as a a B movie, really, and that you could actually take that, that genre and make a, a, an important story with it and, and say important things with it. So, yeah. So it's on uh, US Netflix. I think it might be on UK Netflix as well. All right. Um, just make sure you don't end up looking at Keanu Reeves.
0: Yes. I'm just looking just scrolling briefly through Robert Wise's IMDb page. Yeah. Directed his first film. Well, his first directing credit was on The Magnificent Ambersons. Oh wow. Where he did some additional sequences uncredited it says here. Yeah. In 1942. Mm-hmm. He directed his final film. Mm-hmm. In 2000.
1: Yeah, I know. It's quite a career, isn't it? Yeah. Mm.
0: But there are like 10 year gaps between his last three movies. Yeah. Excellent. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. We should really get out of these people's hair, Um, stop blathering in their ears, Mm -hmm. and let them go about their daily lives. Yeah, this has been a long one. It has indeed. We haven't done one this long. It's a bonus. It's the New Year um, bonus. Hopefully, people are still stuffed full of turkey and New Year cheer and all the rest of it. Hopefully, yeah. Just want to laze around and relax and listen to two men blather about fucking terrible movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Plugs and thanks.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: you can follow us on Twitter at HYS podcast. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash. Have you seen podcast? The website is have you net, and the email for you to send your correspondence. So if you've seen outlander or the day, the earth stood still original version, no Keanu Reeves loud, you should send that to podcast at have you net. Uh, we have a youtube channel youtube dot com slash user slash hys podcast uh, we now have three videos up there mm. from our new series of pitching new movies uh that we're never going to cover on the show because we both like them yeah uh, I put one up for drive no not that one the proper drive um earlier this week yeah um so you should watch that yeah
1: oh, uh, uh, which reminds me, I need to borrow that from you because I discovered my wife hasn't seen it and you don't have a copy uh, no I don't I, i've 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 knew it. i've every time i've thought to look i haven't been able to find one
0: it did disappear very quickly it
1: did yeah it was only around for a little while and i think i've i think it came. i think it got a re-release and then it's gone again so i, I don't know if it's readily available but i'll hmm. see if i can track one down or just borrow yours for now
0: okie dokie yeah so i did that and uh i also have another one sitting waiting to go up at some point uh but i don't know when all right and I'll film some more, I promise I'll film some more.
1: Yeah, no, I need to film some more as well.
0: Uh I'm just looking up Drive on Amazon to see if it uh, oh no, it's that one, it's that one. It is available on Amazon. Oh is it? For seven pounds and fifty nine pence. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah, there we go.
1: Cool. Or maybe four and a half I'll, stars uh, on Amazon. I'll borrow yours and see if my wife likes it and we'll add it to our collection probably.
0: Okie dokie. Um so what do we like apart from Drive uh, we like shares and likes on Facebook particularly mm-hmm. if new show posts yep. retweets on Twitter especially if new show tweets we like people following us on Twitter that's really good yes um, we've, we like had, we've had a few
1: new followers actually on Twitter we have so we should say hello to them if they're new listeners hello um, yeah hello, hello. Uh, and uh, yeah retweet us and promote us and tell all your friends
0: indeed uh, reviews and ratings on iTunes are also good uh, and we like your pitches for new films and reviews of the stuff we've covered Yep. Uh, we also think subscribing to our YouTube channel would be a very smart thing to do.
1: Yes, that would be really helpful.
0: It would indeed. We can't tell you why now, but later. Mm. Um, Thank you to all of you for listening, especially if you've done any of those things that we like you to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thank you to Alexey Iman for his technical expertise. Absolutely. Wherever yeah. he may be now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He was in Paris the other day, apparently.
1: Yeah, I so, saw. So.
0: Mm, lucky him. Yeah. Right, that's it. We should go uh and until next time when we review the day the earth stood still and whatever it is i pitched on what was it called outlander i always forget one title it's weird um yeah so it's sci-fi-tastic next week it is uh but until then i think you'd be great as kim in my movie (laughs) i can't find the stop button